Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. No presidency, no Harvard, and no idea what's going on. OMG, you shot Ricardo. It's a politician after show on AfterBuzz TV. Let's go. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, AfterBuzz. Woo! How is everyone doing out there? The Politician After Show and After Buzz TV episode 7, The Assassination of Payne Homework Part 2. My name is Lobo Voice. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking this after show for the Netflix original, The Politician. We're talking about this episode. We're talking about what we about episode, all the episodes before that, after that craziness. But before we do, let's introduce our panel. Right? On my far, far left, she is an attorney at law and the author of women's literature. Give it up for Ms. Fern Renee. Hi. What book are you working on now? Better believe it will be out soon. Follow me on all social media for a release date. Okay, for a pre-plug. And to our right, uh, also joining us is Adam Carr. He is a hand model and a writer yes. of political satire. Do you, yes. do you write books too? I'm just curious. Have you heard about them? Do I? Yeah, never, never heard of them. Never <laughs> you never heard about them? You're no, just... I stayed away from books. Yeah. D- no, are you kidding? Audible no. trials. Or no, growing up, yeah. No, I, I was told I had a body built for reading. So that was. <laughs> I don't know how you did. Was that your gym teacher? <laughs> Does, what? Who, was that your gym teacher said that or something? Like, well, who would say that? Father, gym teacher. Gotcha. Any this, of the, this... uh, all the above. <laughs> For all of us who are following on the after shows, last episode we realized that Adam's dad had pulled him off playing baseball to do live musical theater, and now he says we're reading. No, I'm serious. Episode seven, penultimate episode, episode uh. season. So we know what's going on with the fallout, the election. Things are happening left and right. Just overall thought to today's episode. I'll start with you, Fern. It feels like it would be in any other series by anybody else. It would be the last episode of yes. the season. Right. But because it's a bunch of geniuses like Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk, is that his name, right? Yeah. And I'm forgetting the other. Ian Brennan. Yes. But geniuses. It's, it's not the end. <laughs> So tell me about this. The end, that's not the end. Yeah, I, I feel like exactly what you're saying. In most other TV shows, this would be uh, the season finale, right. where we would have a bunch of action happen, and then kind of set it up with where we might go with season two, we don't know. Yeah. Um, this is something I feel like Walking Dead kind of does a bit, where like the yeah, second to last episode, oh, Game of Thrones actually did this really well, where the second to last episode, penultimate, as you said, yeah. nice SAT vocab. Hey. Um, <laughs> I feel like uh, that would be where it ends, but now they're showing you kind of everything, and then as we see in the next episode, not meaning to get ahead of ourselves, but that will set up season two. So this episode... All the juicy tidbits, everything that we've been waiting to happen, been waiting to fall through, it all happened. Oh, yeah. It definitely seems like the next episode is almost like an epilogue and all that. Yes. Overall, love the episode. A lot of things came to its conclusion. Uh, uh, you guys can actually watch along with us on our live stream on YouTube. Answer questions and we'll answer it on air. And also, if you want to support the show, the Super Chat function, it's an S in the little box. Click that and let us know what you think. Uh, let's start off with... The Infinity Ricardo storyline, only because it was just yes. so winding, so big. 
that Ricardo tells Infinity about his assassination attempt, and it just totally goes off the rails. Just thoughts about that. I'm starting with you. Sure. This, 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 this idea and how it turned left, and and poor Ricardo. You know, as a as a once desperate man who used to always constantly speak from his heart, uh, I can attest to this. Oh, um, don't ever tell the full truth, which is what he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he and he just believed that by doing all this and saying all this, um, it would erase his bad deeds and also maybe get him uh, back the girl. <laughs> Clearly, uh, uh, a misfire. And um, Ricardo, he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I don't know why. I love this character. Did you literally said, "Don't tell the whole truth." No, no, it's not the truth. <laughs> I, the more I know you, I think the, the more you run for office after this show. So uh, the point, <laughs> don't give her souls. This show is my think tank. Uh, I believe. Yeah. You don't. I, yeah. It just you know he, he didn't have to. I get why he was doing it. Of course, it was like absolutely hysterical. But then he needed to do that so that an infinity could go and save the day. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about that, Fern. Is your he, your idea, your opinion of this? When he was in the motel room and he just confessed it, I was like, "What is he doing?" He was. It was a miscalculation. Yeah. For sure. He thought. Did he really think she would be like? Oh, that was so romantic. Now I want to go like, back what to is you he and. Thinking? Yeah. Now I want to go back to my grandmother poisoning me, please. Yeah. yeah uh, that, <laughs> he seemed to think that was gonna. Oh, I did this, so clearly we should go back to the way things were. <laughs> right. You remember right. you weren't feeling well for a long time. Yeah. Good old days. That was so great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we uh, it actually was, happened in the last episode, but the but the idea of like Dusty being this this character who's willing to do so much crazy nefarious things with Infinity and with Infinity's mom before then. Did yeah. we think for? moment there when Infinity went to Dusty and was like, I know everything, that she was going to be like, okay, you're right. No, she basically ran the gamut of everything, every emotion in the sun. Fern? Like, she'll admit a little bit of it. She's like, I didn't do that to your mother. Which right. we don't believe, but right. she, well, I don't believe, but then she admits to doing that to Infinity. Yeah. And she, it's kind of like she has to have control of these people. She has to control the narrative. She's always been looking for attention. That's what she got from doing that Infinity and to Infinity. And wasn't that good enough for you? We got a lot of trips. It was great. Right. Yeah, she kind of, yeah. Remember Disney World? (laughs) Remember how we rode, yeah, we got to the front of the line? Right. Yeah, I know, I I think she, I almost had a feeling that Infinity was going to go back into being with her. That that was the feeling I almost got to where Jessica Lane was gonna you know do the waterworks as only Jessica Lane can do them and say so like, I'm so sorry and I want us to be a family again and, and I thought oh no she's <laughs> gonna she, she's gonna get yeah exactly we're yeah. going very uh, <laughs> stage country right now yeah. um, but uh, yes uh, I thought she was gonna go back so I, I was glad that she is still like Infinity is an awesome character she is because she's standing her ground she's standing up for herself she tells Ray off she tells Dusty off she tells Ricardo off. Um, but she also goes out of her way to make sure that she saves Peyton. So there's, like, she's a great character. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it, there was a time when she didn't stand Peyton, but she ultimately came around to say, hey, look, this is the reason why we're trying to save your life here. <clears throat> I, I thought that uh, Dusty's, like, running the gamut of being, like, sad and, and angry and remorseful, like that. It, it totally was the, 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 the entire range of Dusty, what she stands for. Like, I'm trying to help you. How do you come at me? It's not right. Mm-hmm. And then when she said spa yeah. vacation, yeah, I, was spa like, vacation. I was like, like Woo! 10 days, <laughs> just massages, <laughs> face masks. Like, it's a spa vacation. She says, I need help. Yeah. Like, it's so... This is why Jessica Lang is amazing. I can't do spa vacations. I get more stressed out those spa vacations. What are you talking about? I feel people are always touching you and asking if you for like infused waters with vegetables in it. It's just weird to me. I can't oh. do it. Am I, am I weird? Dusty. I'll no, take like a spa vacation. <laughs> That's right. Turning heel on them. How do you relax, Flobo? What? What? Uh, no, no spa vacations? I, I know. I'm a robot, man. I just no power robot? down. And I, just, I just plug into the wall. You know? I you runs for office. That's yeah, I run for office. Me, yeah. Give me some mint cucumber infused water. I'm set. I'm with you. Wow. Thank I can't, you. 
I guess uh, that side is pros for allocations, but vote yeah, for me. Right. You hate fun. Vote for me. <laughs> you hate relaxing, you proletarians. <laughs> so Ricardo comes back and says, hey, look, I told everybody everything. Yeah. That, that scene to me was like three things that happened at once. Mm-hmm. Fern, walk me through this. Oh, what yeah. happened? He there? pours gasoline on himself. Yeah. She pulls out, Dusty pulls out a gun. Mm-hmm. Infinity says she called the police, so you expect them to be there any minute. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's great. And, and there's like, what if a turn then, there? Because you think oh, that yeah. this is going to commit suicide. But and she pulls the trigger. Yeah. Doesn't, Doesn't yeah. Go. Misses. Yeah. Oops. And then, of course, now she has a loaded gun. Right. Hands it off to the side, shoots Ricardo. Genius moment. This yeah. is a great scene. Yeah. Because two people are trying to kill themselves, and then one acts inadvertently shoots the other one. That and is Infinity's cool. still in the middle. Now you put it that way, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, yeah. Have you it's guys ever fun. fired a gun before at all? Like, no. before? Like, I, I don't okay. know. A, a, a couple times? I have. So, you know, at the range, number one rule of the range oh, is. Oh, sure, yeah. Never put the gun down range. No, I never just kind of <laughs> flail about. Like, what's going on? I was like, oh yeah. no, I, th- I thought it was going to be Infinity. I really thought Infinity was going to take that bullet. But thankfully, it was Ricardo, which is so messed up. <laughs> Infinity's been through enough. Being like, ah, well, you know, like it's just the kind Ricardo's of thing. Fine. Man. I love you, girl. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Ricardo survives. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. it isn't like the, that kind of that kind of movie. And then not only does he survive, call him a coin because he flips, Flobo. Dude! He, he flips. flips the most corrupt cops in Santa Barbara. Tell me about this and one. All, all it took, apparently, was, uh, you know... Two filet fishes? Two, two, <laughs> two, three bucks from McDonald's. That is absolutely gross. Like, I'll I, tell you everything you want. Yeah. You ever had a filet fish? I, I like filet fish. I like vanilla milkshakes. But together? Oh, oh no, yeah. Absolutely no, not. just at different points. Okay. It might be a good meal. Might be a wave thing. You know? throw, throw a couple beers back in. Yeah, you might, you might, you like might like it. Like a weird float. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's telling cops. She, uh, Dusty did it. Um, and then, of course, then that's going to make the cops... Go talk to uh, Nana. Yeah, where Jessica Lang just gives her impassioned speech. Yeah, so for manifesto. Y- y- you got the cops at the door, and and Nana's done everything she's done. Right, mm-hmm. there's been nothing to prove that she's innocent. And she's being framed by the man. How does Dusty handle this with the cops? And what do you think it was? Was it for her character or against her character? Do you like it or not? Well, she confesses, which is like okay. At least she confesses. Right. One 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 good thing by Nana, and then she says, and then Peyton knew. So she's got to throw someone under the bus. She can't take full responsibility because right. that would make her too noble. It's just so weird that Peyton's still like seventeen years old. <laughs> right, right, right. He did it again too. Yes. yes, like that. That's still yes. He knew earlier, mm-hmm. just playing devil's advocate. But she was still poisoning her granddaughter. Right. And that's and still, the, well, I mean, he knew. But you were doing it. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. Me saying, I robbed a bank, but, you know, Flobo knew that I robbed it a week ago. He didn't say anything. You should really be talking to him. See, and usually I would say you're making an example, but now I know you, you probably actually would do that. <laughs> that yes. guy over there, he spawns. I confessed to it live on air because I figured nobody would believe me. Yeah. And it turns out it's true. It's totally true. But Who would believe that I would do anything nefarious. <laughs> Not at all. No, but I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty interesting that the cops were kind of like, oh, it was like going line to line. And Ricardo's like, I'll tell you everything. And that's like, I'll tell you everything. And the cops are like, burp, 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 By burp, the way, burp. I did think that she was going to get them because as they start to read her, her Miranda rights, she tells them to stop. And then she keeps talking and then she confesses. Yeah. And I thought her ploy was going to be when they arraign her, you're going to find out that when she gave the confession, that she wasn't read her Miranda rights. You're not read the Miranda oh. rights, you get mm. let go. That's a big thing. Is it really that, that case? That's like at CVS where they say, did I ask you if you're having a good day? No, you get, you know, a yeah, free but it, pen. But is, but is that real? You ha- no, you have to do it. You have to read I know you Miranda. have to, but I feel like a, a good lawyer can circumvent that anyway and be like, oh, oh there no, was a tent. No, because is that's, that a- no, to me, that's such a classic 
got to know your rights. True. And if you don't Leave have it your to rights, Dusty to get off on a technicality. So yeah. I thought that's I literally I was, and I I was just reading too much into it. No, I don't. But know. I mean, it was a good, thought, good call because yeah. I was sort of like, oh, whatever, Miranda writes. Because yeah, I was like, wait, they they didn't actually read them. She Maybe just next confessing. season we'll see Dusty walking around free, and then it'll turn out that she got off because I'm she just was, telling you, you <laughs> heard it here first. Wow, if there's one free. thing I know, if they didn't read you those rights, yeah. you're not staying. Adam Carr said, "I was like, rolled away to the bed." Later. <laughs> Adam uh, was never seen again. He wasn't because he had to run for president. Um, so, <laughs> moving on, before we move on, uh, Frederick, you tell the world where they can hear this Afterbus show yes. and other Afterbus shows. Absolutely. We are the ESPN of TV Talk, and you can find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts as well iTunes, Spotify. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Please subscribe on YouTube, and please leave a five star review for us. We May or may not read it in the next episode. There's only one episode left, but we will always treasure your wonderful reviews, and we appreciate it so much. We appreciate you watching. So please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and thank you so much. May or may not. Note to self, look at reviews right now. <laughs> really? I have three. Oh, really? I didn't I want three. to make any promises. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> Give it up. That was a lie. So <laughs> our, our plucky hero, Peyton. Uh, the world's still changing around him. I mean, he had he's seeing River in a dream because, you know, he was still kind of loopy from his... Uh, yeah. Did I, anyone else feel like a Dumbledore Harry Potter moment? I did not. D- no? Did you? As someone who wrote a book about meeting your loved ones on the other side on a different plane, I was yeah. all for this. But I know <laughs> this is the job think it's weird and it's totally fine. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I, I didn't know I was in line. Like, so, so the idea was kind of interesting how River, and I think they even talk about this in the next episode, like, what is River... Two paid. Is he a conscious? Is he like the backup? Is he a shadow? I thought kind of interesting. He always comes with the right advice for him at every yes. time. Um, and I like the fact of the Superman reference because we're talking about how majestic River looks like. River is Superman. David Cornswed. I'm yeah. just saying, David, if you're listening, all you have to do is just cut some clips of the series where you talk about you don't have to be a good person, you just have to do good things. Like, just cut a couple clips. Just do like 90 seconds, maybe a minute. And then just submit that to the WB. Make a post. Hashtag. The WB doesn't exist anymore. Oh, right. It doesn't exist. I'm sorry. So DC. I'm so sorry. Go to RKO Pictures. Find a time machine. Go back to 1998. So what you need. The the meaning of my message was, I do believe David Cornswick could be the next Superman. And all he has to do is just take footage from this. Because this guy is Superman. Yeah. My girlfriend has told me not to talk as much about this because she thinks I have a hetero crush on him. Maybe I do. What's I'm wrong? Not, What's wrong? With that? There's nothing wrong, wrong with that. that. I'm just saying I do believe this guy is Superman, and I'm glad that Peyton calls it out in the dream. Yeah, just for you. Like he went to the camera. Just for me. And then I was like, I knew it. I told you. I'm like, he's got the curl, the blue eyes. This guy is Superman. He's also just a great actor. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. he, he's very grounding. Him and uh, Ben Platt, their scenes are amazing. They are. They're, they really yeah. are the emotional through line of the of the show. I would say, uh, Fern, thoughts about why or what motivates Ben to be helpful in this conversation? You're talking about like why do you go out there? Why do you why do you try to help? There's whole thing about being you know self ego and validation, but it was kind of like this debate of why someone answers the call to share. Yeah. Well, he told him you have you have to go restore balance. And after you know now that we've watched you know seven eighths of the season, I think, and we know there's going to be five more seasons. Maybe. At the end of the fifth season, he becomes president, and he really does restore balance. If anything, there's anything mm-hmm. we need in the world right now, yeah. leaning one way, leaning the other way, we need balance, and maybe he's the one to do it. And that was Rivers telling him, that's your calling, that's, your, that's what you're meant to do. Definitely had a little bit of an Anakin Skywalker, you are the one who will bring balance to the force. Absolutely. You have to go back. Because <laughs> he literally says, you're a politician. 
Says, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're zoom, a politician. Zoom, yeah. Just like Jedi. Yeah, just like Jedi. Go ahead and So forward. similar. Yeah. I appreciated that he said, I felt too much. I couldn't take it anymore. Yes. And that I love this theme of feeling. Like when you're so ambition, when you're so ambitious, your ambitions take over your humanity and your and your ability to feel things and then we get that back in Peyton yeah. and even though it hurts he doesn't want to change that about him we you know we get to this eventually but I love that they address this between him and River he said I feel too much and now Peyton's role is to restore balance be a politician probably feel things but feel them the right way yes wow very astute I feel like we're as a society though I mean this is this is my like my uh, hipster party we mean drinking hand I feel we as a society are so caught up in what we're doing like, what are you working on, bro? Like, what's your next project? But the compassion is always secondary or tertiary. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you donate a charity. It's fine. It's an action. You can give money to a charity. But going out there and, like, you know, building the houses yourself or, like, mm-hmm. meeting people who are affected by that, I feel like those are things that get put by the wayside because mm-hmm. we're so into our bullet points of, hey, I helped out this. I did this X, Y, and Z. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, this was, um, uh, I think, River talking about everything that Peyton needed to do, uh, uh it was such a it was such a a great moment. Uh, I think too that you're seeing that Peyton is not a sociopath. Like he he's very capable of feeling. Mm-hmm. He's just really good at uh, compartmentalizing, mm-hmm. which I feel like uh, all the characters, especially, were doing at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Alice, Astrid, James, McAfee. They're all just very like they're talking very fast and they're talking like this, and it's very you know it's very monotone. There's not as much feeling or emotion behind it. But as this election goes on and as everything gets crazier, and now with Peyton's life, uh, not you know we don't know what's going to happen. Um, everybody's like, their emotions are kind of becoming off the rails, and they're all becoming mm-hmm. very invested in what they're doing. Real people. I like this message. Yeah. So were you saying that we're so as a society we're checking off the list instead of. T- being in the moment and yeah. doing the action and feeling the thing and helping people and well, I like this theme of the show that it's become I didn't recognize that early on but yeah. I like that I see it now yeah it almost seems like it's trans. this is, this is me being all postulating but I feel like it's been transactional we see someone in the yes. street and you go how are you we just say good we don't really yeah. have to mean it. We're just like, we're yes. good. You know what I mean? You know, but it's like, yeah, oh, what are you working on? I'm running a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing a thing? I'm, I'm jumping off a building. Great. Jump them. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's into what they're doing and not how they're feeling. Yeah. Um, also, too, I, I just want to throw out there, I don't know. It, this had a very personal, this whole talking with River thing. I didn't know if Ryan Murphy wrote the character River for someone who he might have known in his past. Mm-hmm. It had a very personal, like, he was Ben Platt talking to... Someone that he lost okay. a long time ago. This felt very personal. Yeah. It felt oh, like a yeah. very because the one thing he, oh, he asked to um, the underlying question was why why did you kill yourself? Like, did you not have help? Did you not have people who cared? Did you not know that we cared about you? Did you? It felt very personal. Like someone was writing, asking a character that they wanted real answers from, um, and it was just a really beautiful moment. Oh, that's such a good point. I'm yeah. so curious now. So yeah, we're gonna I'm research curious. that. Uh, Peyton wakes up from his from his episode to realize oh, yes. he is persona non grata at his own school fern walk me through this everything's in the days right oh yes the principal asked for his resignation James comes running through running to the hospital not you know with the other news of the day but that everybody knows everybody knows that we knew she was being poisoned we said nothing Um, yes so he's asked for his resignation and yeah he's Persona non grata. Nobody cares to say, how did you recover from your poisoning? <laughs> exactly. Somebody just ignores Nobody cares. him. Yeah. And he's going to be poor. He's going to be poor. He, um, his uh, father uh, was called up by Brigitte. Brigitte. While uh, he was having a bath. 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was the scene. And uh, we had a bath. Like that, that seems very like a vacation mood. I'm my spa vacation. I know. No, I'm a spa also, girl. yeah. I also, it looks it. like a day bath. Yeah, yeah. Who does day baths? Who has the time? Billionaires. I'm doing this. Take things off lists. Who has time for day baths? <laughs> yeah. The one percent. Well, I don't think top yeah. percent. Day baths? No, this isn't a middle class thing. <laughs> so the um, money's gone. I saying. can tell you right now. Yeah. So he says the money's gone. Uh, the Menendez brothers are back in the picture, even though they tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's like, I'd rather have them. Not Peyton, who was, you know, reading to me my book because I was collecting so much I had no time to read. Yeah, who has time for He didn't want to keep going through the lie with Gwyneth Paltrow. Even a lie with Gwyneth Paltrow has got to be better than most truths with anyone. And, uh, thank you. Um, you get one a week. And, uh, yeah, now Peyton is going to have to, which I'm actually kind of excited for. He's going to have to build all this up and discover all this um, yeah. without money. Which mm-hmm. is interesting because that is the, the American folklore of, you know, you start with nothing and build yourself up by your bootstraps. And mm-hmm. I won't go into that fallacy as well because that's a whole different deep show. But the idea is, like, look, his thing's been reset. He was given the invisible star in Super Mario Brothers for so long, you know, get the sole inheritance, <laughs> and now it's stripped away. Mm-hmm. What's Very his good going to be, you know. Uh, but the thing is, the war room scene, I love it. Having James and McAfee being like, can we come back with this? Can we recover from this? And it was basically, Fern? These are the most serious high school students on the planet. I know. It, then no. James says, it was intentional. This will follow you. I'm out. Um, James Alice is says, out. James. James. And, and Alice says, I think the dream is over. But do I have, maybe I'm unforgiving, but I'm like, wasn't there a time when Alice and James were hooking up? Like, how is, nobody's bringing this up. Nobody's pissed about this. Still. They kind of walked away from that. Yeah, that's the thing, too, when James is like, yeah, I'm out. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Didn't I forgive you for sleeping with my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're in. Yeah. You're in until yes. I tell you you can go. Because when you cheat and when you break that trust, you give up. Yeah, your whatever you wanted to do. But in episode eight, we're jumping ahead. There was a line that said, "Sex is not loyalty." So that was kind of mm-hmm. like their, like their. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> they all just had tunnel vision. Like, what, what? Sure. Why? Why? But I, this it goes with the theme of not feeling things. Right. Like, it didn't matter that they were hooking up. He doesn't feel betrayed because he feels nothing. He only has his eye on the ball to be president, and so do all of them. So they're like, "All right, all is forgiven because we have to make you the president, so I can be the first lady. I can be the chief of staff." Yeah. Such ambitious kids. Pain is getting stripped to his core, right? Yeah, this is the best thing that happened to him. Mm. Let's talk about this, this, his final scene with with uh, driving uh, Georgina to the train station. Oh, she, man. She's going for like a week or two. She's going to an, like an ashram or something? I'm going to say a little bit of this, by the way, because this is my sweet moment. Okay. I'm sure that I want to say a little okay. bit later. But, but I, we can talk about this But moment. I thought, the, back to what we were saying at the overall segment of the show, or overall thoughts of the segment of the show. Yep. The the theme song was playing as we're going to the translation. That sounds so final to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be the, mm-hmm. the bookend. That yeah. theme song, that's the same song that was used in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, is it was, not? Was I feel it? like it is when they're pushing the bus. Oh, I could be totally I off, but Maybe. I'm definitely an auditory it's, learner. It, it's been a bit of, so, I am too, but I remember that one. Because I, I kept hearing, I was like, oh, Little Miss Sunshine's on. Yeah. And then literally my girlfriend looks at me and she's like, no, that's the do, theme song. Do you not I'm watch like, intros <laughs> of Netflix shows? This is a debate I have. Sometimes I skip. You I like to watch him, but not over well, and over. Exactly. Once we've seen it, we I, know. Exactly. Absolutely not. I don't care if you're binging or not. This, the intro sets a tone of the episode. So every time you get to sit back down with your cold open, you get the oh. more feeling of everything You else. never hit skimp, skip I, intro? I, n- I <gasps> never do that. Title design is important. Wow. Somebody who went through school to learn that. Oh. Like I, I always watch the intros. Wow, that's really respectful. <laughs> Here's the metaphor <laughs> I, I would give. That. Bless your Continually heart, watching the intro each time is like reading the nutrition label on something that you've already eaten or drank. Okay. You, what a already, you don't yes. have to, like, I don't go, oh, I like this. 
Oh, hey, what's in this again? I looked last week. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, that? Because oh, not as many you carbs. Read... Someone went to nutrition so school. Wait, wait, wait. I'm <laughs> just saying, if I know the product and yeah, what I'm getting, right? then I typically go, oh, right, and then I just drink. But, I don't go, oh, right, let me get in that mindset first. Oh, right, yeah, it is good for me. Sometimes I go, what's the calories do today? <laughs> sometimes I go, is there any Rebo flavor? To or me, whatever. To you know me, what I'm saying? It changes. It was so good that I just picked it up once. Oh, my God. That's I have all a whole I'm saying. new perspective. Someone went to nutrition school for that. I'm going to read it every time in honor of you. I went to film school. I'll tell you. Oh, credits you matter. <laughs> credits yes, matter. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. It also works in film. Yes. Credits do they matter. Do matter. Yeah. Credits do matter. They most certainly do. I'm just saying... It's two different things. <laughs> He's running her office, guys. I won't get myself across the aisle. Uh, to, to me, that scene really felt like it was kind of like the end. It felt like if the show went, went to black, it would yes. have been a, a complete story. Yes. But we got more, obviously. Yes. But to me, it kind of gave me a bit of a pause. It's also about that scene, Fern. I know you're, we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, no yeah. Speaking of the mom, I understand why the father cut her off. She was going to run away. He, yeah. She doesn't love him. But I don't understand why that translated to... Peyton being cut off. It's just a confirmation that he just doesn't like Peyton. He just doesn't favor him. He favors the other two, even though they were going to kill him, which goes to the root of never feeling loved by your father. It might be why you're so ambitious, so I can't wait to Keen dissect is so petty. him. So. Ooh, that auction good. scene, it was like him uh, buying all, all those lots to like, destroy them. <laughs> Bro, it's but they do drive to the train station. She sold all of her things, and she's going to give it to a charity for victims of Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. Um, but he takes her to the train station, and she says to him, um, I know you're going to talk about this, but oh, yeah, no she says, allow yourself to cry, which, again, we go back yeah. to the theme of feeling. Um, and he was trying to be so strong for his mother, saying, you don't need my permission to run away with your girlfriend. You don't, you know, he was he was trying to be strong for her, like she's been to him, which is another sig- sign of the evolution of his character. But then she says, like, it's okay to feel. And I love that. It's a great scene. Yeah. On top of that, I think we, because we're redefining, I think, gender stereotypes and norms, and so much of this show is doing that, um, you would typically, back in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, you're watching TV, you would always look to the guidance and strength from the father. Mm. But whereas we're finding in this show, a lot of it is you're getting it from the mother. Right. And that, um, that's... (laughs) Not only, As someone who doesn't want to be a mother, but I appreciate uh, that. That's, that's not kids. only you know yeah. okay, but I, to me, I, I feel like most of our strength is de- is derived from our mother. So let's talk about Ashford's right. family because he's like that's very patriarchal in that case. Like, sure. like mm-hmm. Theo tends to be the dad, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's weird. It's it's weird what his parameters for love is. But the idea of telling Ashford to, to her face, oh, I'm ashamed of your you, disappointment, your disappointment, all, and all that. But then when Don't she gets Jeremy. arrested, she steps onto her, out into her own. He's like, I love you. I'm proud of you. Uh, very, very toxic, but I guess that's kind of the whole parental theme theme here. Just talks about Theo, his his growth or lack of this series. Well, he cares about his appearances. Yeah, he makes his money in a in an underhanded way. All he cares about is, you know, she says the house is is not is rented. Maybe she said something like that. Everything's yeah. leased. All he cares about is that he looks rich, and his morals are completely upside down. That to the point when she calls the FBI on him, that's what makes him proud. Yeah. That's, uh, well, screwed up people raise screwed up people. No wonder she, she needs help. I have wire bit. and tax fraud, insider trading, money laundering, and underground fight clubs. Underground bare knuckle fight clubs. Such bare a great knuckle. guy. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. Who has the time to launder his money? <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that was in the movie Game Night with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. They yeah, talk about how like rich people have these secret underground uh, bare knuckle fights where they they make the help like Are they fight fighting each like other. old bar guys in the 1800s? It's really, yeah, very <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's the new. Wow, I'm in the wrong line of work. Uh, speaking about arrests, uh, Sky gets arrested. So, so yeah. okay, 
her and the rat poison from last episode, uh, McAfee didn't take it at face value. Did the investigation herself to her McAfee credit. for the win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she broke her heart once or twice, I guess. Yeah. It seems that way. Walk me through this, Adam. What, what, what kind of person does it, denies it, tries to bury the evidence, and denies it again? A politician. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Sky, I think, more years. Exactly. <laughs> Sky. <laughs> That's Sky's limit. Sky's limit. And uh, I think what we have to do... Yeah, to me, it was funny, because I, I totally bought it. Um, so I was like, oh, Sky's telling the truth. Sky's like, you know, how could you say this? How could you do this? It was classic... I mean, that's classic sociopath. The ability to look at you, not blank, feel or say whatever. And then it's funny, too, because she's telling McAfee, you know, Peyton's a sociopath. He's the one who does this. He's the one who doesn't care. And McAfee's like, you're the one who poisoned him, lied, said all these things, and you're calling him the sociopath. You can't even admit that you did it. At least Peyton is aware of his ambition and how much. And I would say the fact that he's aware, self-awareness is the number one step to make sure that you're not a sociopath or, like, trying to kill animals when you're a little kid. (laughs) So Sky to me, is really dangerous. Because not only did she do something, she was going to walk up and be president. She was going to start doing her own things. Now, did she want to do great things? Absolutely. Did she want to do the positive things? Sure. But the way she went about it, it's not. That's not how you win the people. That's not. And how you McAfee win. called it out, and McAfee stood her ground. And I got to tell you, at that point, I was like, "Oh my God, McAfee, please! Like, if there's ever one person who can bring Peyton back, it's going to be McAfee. However, it's going to happen." If you're watching the after show, McAfee is like my Jessica Lang. Uh, <laughs> so, question for you, Fern. Uh, I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around Sky's motivations. If she has this agenda and she's like so forward thinking, why didn't she run for president herself? Right, I don't understand. Yeah. She, there, is there a rule at the school that there can only be two candidates? She should have just run, yeah, herself. Yeah. I don't understand it either. But it's, I mean, it would be as far as you know, the people writing the show. They're like, well, we have to give her some, you know, some motivation. Or may, I mean, I guess she could have run for president and tried to kill the other two candidates. Yeah, that would have worked too. This is Toll House of Cards for me. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like Sky was uh, playing like a sleeper cell. She was waiting because originally she was uh, Rivers. Right. VP candidate. Right. River was going to win. There's no way. Then River dies. That's the audible. Now you got to figure out what you're going to do. Um, I think Sky, I don't even think she thought of being president. It was when people started dying or stuff started ta- happening. And she started thinking, oh, wait, Maybe. there's actually a line of succession here. I can skip some moves. Yeah. Or whatever I need to do. So, again, yeah. She was playing chess. Yeah. She was playing chess. I also want to say visually, it was interesting that. Sky pulled McAfee aside right into the spot where she got arrested. Let me talk to you for a yes. second. Oh, right <laughs> Come over on. here. Like, are, you, are you kidding me? That's by the that's, way, these cops read the Miranda rights. Right yeah, away. I, I bet <laughs> they, they, they did. That's totally fair. Uh, moving on, it's now time for our most tender moment. This is where we talk about a scene that makes it go. Oh, sorry, with you, Adam Carr. What's up? Well, most tender moment. I gotta say, it's split between the two. I love the heaven sequence with uh, River. And Peyton, I thought it was absolutely amazing telling him he has to go back. Um, it's like Peyton's only happy when he's with River, which is sad, obviously, because River's not there, and he has to figure out he has to figure out how to make River a part of his life and move on. Instead, he just wants to keep pausing his life and take time for River. And then mm-hmm. the other one, of course, was uh, saying goodbye to Georgina, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, I hope she's coming back for season two. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that during the I also like, too, she had a little moment during the auction where she said, um, it really is time to let all of this go. Where he was mm-hmm. like, are you sad? It's all your stuff. And she's like, it's just stuff. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, I, I didn't even own it. It wasn't even mine. Yeah. I don't care. Like, what What do you... I, I, I thought that was so great because, you know, it, 
this woman who's had just such an excess of wealth was just saying, what do you actually want to do with your life? What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Because this crap, at the end of the day, it's just like we're not Egyptian. We're not taking it with us. You know what I mean? We're not buried with it. It, That that's it. So the sum of everything you need has to be greater than just. That sounds like something only rich people would say. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's just stuff. Firm thoughts. Having said that, (laughs) no, I, I I love that too because. It's consistent with. Then she goes to. Is it Burma? I think uh, to an ashram. Oh. To an ashram, having nothing and finding her. You know her true happiness, and that. Um, so my tender moment was obviously when they're meeting on this other plane, and um, he says, "You had all of these things." He kind of like names everything he had that was external, like the way you're built, the way you look. You had money. You had everyone would have voted for you or whatever he says, and he like I think this is a an explanation of depression. If you're not happy with who you are, regardless of the external, right. you're just never going to be happy, no matter how much how many things you have. Yeah. The external has nothing to do with it. You have to be happy with who you are on the inside, regardless of all of that. And that's the same message Georgina has. And I think that's the he's getting these messages because that's a lesson he's supposed to learn. But money buys happiness. That's the way I was raised. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> money can buy you some green lights, definitely. Yeah, for sure. But it's not. Uh... Dang, I'm I'm like you gotta already you be happy. You seem pretty happy. You know what? Well, yeah, but I'm also dirt poor, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be happier. Yeah. Henry Ford, right? Henry yeah. Ford, Model T. Model T. Uh, he's uh, he's crushing it in the automobile industry, right? <laughs> That's what he said. Back and, then. You're uh, crushing ba- it, bro. Ba- back in the, back in the 1900s, early 1900s, <laughs> he's uh, he's amassing millions of dollars yeah. by today's standards. Probably you know hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe even a billion dollars. And they keep asking him. They say, at what point will you be happy? How many more millions do you need? And his answer was always the same, just a few million more. It's never going to end. It's yeah. like trying to put out a fire with butter. You're not going to do it. But it's, uh, yeah, you wouldn't do that at all. But yeah, people who are successful or driven tend to move the chains, which is the, the problem with that. That's why yeah. they say money doesn't bring happiness. But I tell you, when I look at when I don't have to look at my bank account for a week, it's dope. Being like, oh, don't worry, I got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, my my favorite moment of the of the of the episode, my tender moment was when was well, not really tender, but the moment when Alice pulls back at the war room when James leaves and it's all uh. is lost. We don't know how superficial this is. When it cuts deep, it's like, oh. Man, and I felt it because that was his Lady Macbeth. That was like, you know, yeah. he was she was down, but even then she was like, This is the beginning of the end. If you're not doing this, I can't be the first lady if you're not gonna be president. So yeah, well, I, I know, no right? <laughs> uh, moving on is now time for our new segment. After Buzz TV News. Guys, 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 my third favorite holiday of the year is coming up, Halloween. Oh, and yeah. if you know, I don't I have a ranking, I'm sorry. It's always New Year's Eve, the Valentine's Day, the new Halloween. Anyway, yeah. you can dress. Like some of the cast members of the politician, the Oprah Magazine talks about this in a recent article. Uh, there's definitely different uh, ways you can cop the looks of Alice or Peyton uh, this year. If you got a burgundy suit, for example, a Goodwill, I can tell you get a blue tie, make it happen. Oh, so yeah. make sure you check that out. Uh, this, from, this is a quote from the article. Uh, whether you look at the channel, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, glamorous Georgina, dress up with your bestie as Infinity or Nana, or pull off the perfect couple's costume as Peyton River, <laughs> or even Astrid, are you willing to execute an epic group Halloween costume as a whole entire cast, including James, Sky, and McAfee. There's plenty of inspiration. So check out the Oprah Mag for ways that you can look like the politician cast this Halloween. I love it. Yeah. Episode 8's coming up. The final episode. Uh, episode 8. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's it's been a ride, the the Santa Barbara part mm-hmm. of this 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 whole journey, and, and even though we had some, some crazy characters, some corrupt cops or anything, is there anyone in particular you wish there was this a little bit more story about that you just like, man, I wish they... 
River. Like, I want to know his, who his parents are. I want to know the whole story. I want to know mm. everybody's backstory. But he, we didn't get really anything. Mm. Very little. Yeah, River's the one we keep wanting to, I feel like, see and hear more about. Okay. Um, but that's also, that's because Ben Platt wants to see him so much. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. that, you know, as, as Peyton, Peyton's always drawn back to River. So, um, yeah, there, there's something cool about River. Uh, I love, too, like, um, uh, Alice. That I, uh, yeah. Z- uh, Zoe Deutsch, right? Uh, that, Do- Deutsch I, no, that's uh, Infinity. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Infinity. Um, she's amazing. That Alice character. is uh, Julia Schleffer. Julia Schleffer? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I want to know. Where are her parents? Where were her parents? Like, <laughs> there, I, are no parents. I, there are no parents. There are no parents. It's like. <laughs> it's Charlie Brown, man. There's there no is. parents. Call me the weird one, but I really wanted more and more about Ray. I felt like once he got found out, it was like, and that was it. He kind of disappeared. Yeah. That's just me, just me being a, you know, watching my intros at home, being that super fan. I want more Ray content. That's what it is. But we're about time almost to get out of here. Fern, can you tell the world? Where they can find you online. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fern Rone, R O N A Y, or my website, fernrone.com. What up, guys? Instagram, funnyguy1985, uh, Twitter, adamcar85. Dang, Adam Carr, you the man. Ooh. Of course, I'm Flobo Boys. You can follow me at Flobo Voice on Twitter, at Flopito on Instagram, and of course, Flopito.com. So until next time, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.